I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Job Walks community. We have a great cause for you to support. Children's Miracle Network. They're giving millions of kids access to the best hospitals in the country. So we're supporting our local New York City hospital, but you can pick the hospital that's closest to your home or your heart by visiting cmnh.co slash good job. That's cmnh.co, not .com slash good job. Tis the season. Hey everybody, it's Courtney. It's Joy Marie. And welcome to Job Logs. Yes, holiday edition. Holiday mini We're so excited to be back and rounding off the year mm-hmm. and getting ready to spend time with friends and family. Courtney, what are you most excited about? I'm excited just for the keyword in winter break is break. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just excited to relax, reflect on the year and just yeah. kind of rest up. Yeah, same, same. On. But listen, so, you know, it's 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 been a bit of a rough year, but through it all, there are definitely wins that we want y'all to celebrate. We want to celebrate alongside with you, whether you got a new promotion, slate a presentation, switched industries, whatever the case is, shoot us a voice memo. Yes. No more than 30 seconds or so. Send it to hi at jobblogs.com mm-hmm. and we may feature you in an upcoming holiday episode. Yes, we'll be raving into 2017 and we definitely want you to be a part of it. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by Children's Miracle Network. We have Miranda Bernard, who we're going to introduce in a second. But we thought we would use the opportunity to give back and give to our communities and Mm -hmm. raise money for this extraordinary initiative. And so all throughout the episode, we're going to be talking to Miranda about, you know, why she gives and how she got into her line of work. But we're also going to be raising money for this amazing cause. Yeah, that's right. So Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Each year they provide over 32 million patient visits for kids at 170 of the best children hospitals around the country and Canada. So we'll have a special URL you can visit. That's cmnh.co slash good job mm-hmm. where you can contribute to their amazing mission. Yes. Miranda, we're so happy to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. Yeah. And so Miranda, when, when your team reached out, we were thrilled. We thought it'd be an amazing time to kind of get behind this good cause. But we were also equally excited because, you know, we like to kind of dig beneath the surface and get into why people do what they do. Mm -hmm. And I know I was thinking a lot about like Giving Tuesday. Did you see that this year? Yeah, I work at a nonprofit. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Giving Tuesday is a big deal. (laughs) Yes, yes. I guess I missed that boat. I don't know. So this was my first year being exposed to it. Mm -hmm. But it got me thinking about how whether, you know, like Courtney and Miranda, you guys are nonprofits or um, I have been in in the past and just like to volunteer with organizations, it kind of made me think about the role of uh, being passionate about a cause and how that kind of relates back to work. So Miranda, you're the VP of Content Development at Children's Miracle Network, and we're excited to just kind of dig deeper and talk a little bit about what brought you there and kind of why you do the work that you do every day. I had always, I think, been interested in opportunities where I was challenged a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, like back 
back in college, I, I actually graduated from a rural, like a rural school in Southern Utah, Southern Utah University. Um, but I had the opportunity to go to Harvard for a summer school journalism program. So that's, so I did, I did that. It was really out of my comfort zone. And then I kind of just kept following that kind of pattern and taking um, positions where I felt like I had the chance to like, you know, just kind of grow beyond what I was more familiar with. I've always been really like a curious kid when I was growing up and, and I've just kind of kept that into my professional career and I think it's it's really helped me enjoy what I'm doing for a living. And that's what I found um, when I went to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. I thought the job itself sounded really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, working with all these hospitals and all these corporate partners and, and all these different groups of people to try to work together for one common cause. And that's to help children in children's hospitals and, and help those hospitals raise money because they need it so desperately. So it's been a really, a really great thing, but I think that's been a good tip for anyone, you know, just looking yeah. at your, at your career, like what could you do where you're going to learn something different or really challenge yourself? Cause I think you'll be surprised where you find some of those great opportunities. Yeah. Interesting. And you know, I'm interested to hear more about like, what are some skill sets from the more corporate side of your life that you've applied working in a nonprofit space? Cause I think sometimes people they'll think, oh, to work in that organization, you just have to know specific about whatever that cause mm. is about and when really there's all these other backgrounds and job titles that they really need to function because it is a business even mm. though it's not profit so could you kind of speak to like how you've applied the corporate skill set to this position yeah absolutely so I had a friend approach me about this position that I'm in um, now I was it was actually like a different job that I I started in at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals but when she told me, she, you know, she said, I think you'd be really, really a good fit there. And I said, oh, I've never worked in a nonprofit. But anyway, she, we talked about the job a little bit more. And I realized it actually was set up, you know, our company is set up to be more similar to like a marketing agency, mm-hmm. I guess. And that, and that was my background. But I think if I hadn't taken the time to look at it just with an open mind, um, I may have missed that connection. Yeah. And, you know, so it's kind of like you have to look into things a little bit more than what maybe is on the surface. Mm. Because on the surface, I thought it absolutely sounded like a fantastic job and organization. But I didn't know if my particular skill set would really be such a good fit. And, and I think after digging around a little bit, I realized it was. And so I think, um, you know, just like in any job, being able to navigate, you know, different groups and what and what all of their their areas of focus are with what they're trying to work through or achieve, that can always be kind of tricky because sometimes you have, you know, different departments at your at your job who are all kind of competing for the same resources and dollars. Yeah. And, you know, and that it can be kind of a tricky thing in any for-profit company. And then you go to a nonprofit where that's still the same, you know, there, there's still those same kind of limitations on you have fixed budgets and yeah. you're, you're all trying to do the best work you can. But then you add in that part where everyone's also so super passionate about what they're doing because there's this personal connection to it. So I think trying to look out for, for chances to build relationships and help kind of, um, like we, we referred to it a lot at our organization is like breaking down silos Mm. and, 
you know, getting people to find those commonalities so you can all work together and, and all do your best work is it's a great skill, whether you're in the corporate world or in a nonprofit or, you know, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. And I think that the skill set is really valuable the other way around, too. Like, I know a lot of people and even myself coming out of nonprofits who don't feel like they have the skills to enter corporate if that's what they want to do. But a lot of times because you are operating in a more constrained budget environment, you're more creative about how to do things. And so I think there are a lot of things that people do overlook Mm. that are valuable skills to take into any organization or project. Yeah, absolutely. Being being forced to be extra creative and extra resourceful. I think there are so many great things that can come out of that kind of work environment. And I think you learn a lot that way. So whether you're volunteering at a nonprofit because you have a job at a, you know, for profit company, or um, you're making that your full time career, you can really learn so much and, and grow a lot professionally through that kind of work environment. So Courtney, Miranda, you guys both work in nonprofit. And I think that's one way to really kind of like lend a hand to a cause in a very meaningful way. But what are other ways? So for me, I know like I'm really passionate about economic empowerment, which I kind of realized volunteering with um, a mentorship organization where we would help first generation college students kind of enter the workforce and learn career skills that, you know, a lot of times they didn't have exposure or access to. But I realized like that was my thing. So you know, I think our listeners out there have different causes that are close to their homes, close to their heart. How do you lend your support if you're not necessarily working at an organization full time? Yeah, I think, you know, in my experience doing what what you just mentioned is such a great thing. Like you look at what you are just genuinely passionate about or curious about, or if you look at opportunities or kind of experiences you've had in your life where you feel a real connection to a certain cause or movement. And then, you know, reaching out to people who are actually being impacted by that situation and find out like, what can I do to help? If you, you know, are a good designer and you can help them even just make flyers or or if it's something bigger than that and they need some financial help and you have some sort of background in budgeting, you know, you just figure out, you know, who could kind of benefit from your expertise and then you, you just work to make those connections. And I think sometimes it's a little surprising if you are looking to, to kind of donate your time or your experience, how hard it might be to give those skills. Mm -hmm. to the people, you know, because everyone wears a lot of hats, especially in a smaller um, cause or campaign or something like that. So you might have to be kind of persistent to get involved. And then I think once you're in, you can really learn a lot more that way, too, of how else you can you can contribute. You know, it's interesting. This conversation is timely because I was just having a debate (laughs) (laughs) over dinner recently where um, a friend of mine opted more. Well, he felt he could have a greater impact on an individual level. Just like if I see someone in need, I'll help them. Why do I need to give to an organization or a larger network? Yeah. And I have my own reasons that I, you know, forcefully <laughs> debated <laughs> in favor of. But I wonder, Miranda, what is the benefit of supporting an organization like Children's Miracle Network? Like, what is the impact that you can have um, compared to just doing that individual giving? Yeah, I think... You know, what we're seeing and, you know, just me working in nonprofit and especially on the marketing side, I think there is such a trend in terms of an interest in helping people in organizations that are close to home. So people Mm -hmm. like to see that they're making an impact in their local community. And that's something that, you know, we we definitely kind of have that as an expertise at Children's Miracle Network Hospital since every dollar that gets donated actually goes to the hospital in that community and helps kids that are really local. And we 
know that people love that. Um, companies that we partner with love that as well. So we try to make it as easy as possible for that to happen. Mm. And I think I think there is something really satisfying to, you know, if you donate, even if you only have a couple dollars, but you're able to make a donation and then, you know, you can actually see those dollars at work in your local community. And, and I think that's such a good feeling for all of us. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting point too. You talked about partners because mm-hmm. I know my company does matching, but they're only going to match with organizations that have credibility that True. they trust. So I do think the benefit sometimes with organizations organizations is the scale Mm. but on the flip side like I've you know my dad has taken us to trips in Ethiopia to work with an orphanage directly cutting out all the middlemen and everything so I do think it's really important that when you're giving you do your due diligence on the organization to understand and make sure that the money that you're contributing or the time or the resources are actually going to you know where they say they're going there are some really helpful resources online too where people can kind of check out reputation of the nonprofits they're donating to. You know, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals actually has the highest rating. Yeah, we do a great job, I think, and our, our hospitals absolutely do of making sure that those donations go to where they are really needed the most. Charity Navigator is a really good resource. Um, there are a few others out there as well that are kind of like watchdog groups that, mm-hmm. you know, um, they check out how much money is raised and how it's being used. And, and it, it's a pretty simple rating system. You know, every mm-hmm. charity set up a little bit differently. So they kind of try to smooth out the differences a little bit and rate um, in different categories. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love that because my argument over yes. dinner was that, I mean, we need to, like, individual to individual is great, but to have that scale, as you mentioned, Joy, you really need to pool your resources and work together, together. to have these institutions that people can turn to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, guys, if you're joining us right now or tuned out because you were in the kitchen cooking up a storm or whatever the case is, we are supporting Children's Miracle Network Hospitals this holiday season. We're raising funds. You can donate directly by going to cmnh.co slash goodjob. That's .co, not .com. And right now we're talking to Miranda Bernard, who's a VP of Content Development over there at Children's Miracle Network. And we're going to shift gears a little bit. So we've been talking about a lot of the organizational benefits benefits, a lot of the benefits to the community, um, and why you kind of were drawn to working in a mission-driven organization. But, you know, I want to be a little bit selfish, too, and talk about some of the professional benefits to us as, you know, individuals in being affiliated and working with these organizations. So I'll give you a little bit of background. So I was thinking about how I have in the past worked with uh, various nonprofits or I have membership in organizations where I've gotten 
mentorship through that for my career. Like I've had access to very senior executives just through that organization. It's been kind of a tie that, that's bound us together where we wouldn't have had a connection otherwise. I mean, I think there are a lot of things that we don't typically think about that come with, you know, affiliating with causes you care about. And I think one easy one for me too is also just the personal fulfillment of mm. doing something rewarding and, and making a difference in your community. So Miranda, I'd love you to talk a little bit about some of those like professional and kind of career perks not perks, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The benefits, Absolutely. like the reward. Right. I think there are a lot of rewards and, and benefits to working in a nonprofit environment. If it's, you know, even in a volunteer position, that's that's something I did when I was I was in my early and mid twenties and was on a um, like a young women's leadership board for a local um, organization that helped women and children in abusive situations. Mm. And I worked at an ad agency, like had a pretty typical corporate type position, and was able to work on this volunteer board with these other women who are in my same age group. So we were, you know, pretty early on in our careers, and we did a lot of really great work together. And I think just having that kind of environment where you're definitely socializing. It was, it was a lot of fun, you know, mm -hmm. to spend time together. And we were all really um, focused on the cause that we were supporting. And that creates a really special bond. So, yeah. you know, now it's been a few years later and we are uh, all in, you know, much more kind of senior leadership positions at our companies and all have really different backgrounds from marketing to we have a CFO now. And now we're all connected and, and help each other keep an eye out for, you know, job positions, or if someone needs to review a resume, they send it out to the group and we can kind of check it out. But I, I think that there is something really special when you work with other people and, and you have this common interest, you're bonded and, and you get a lot of benefit out of that from your, you know, personal life and, and your career. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Because, you know, even as you're talking, I'm thinking about my undergraduate experience where I joined a sorority and service was a huge pillar of the work we did. So every Saturday we would read to some kids in a local school um, in the community of my college. But like these are things that I kind of remember as social activities, but reflecting back, you know, was always centered around community service and giving back, but really helped to foster our bonds with e each other as sisters as well. So I think there oh, okay. are like those unexpected kind of connections that you can form being involved in these organizations as well. And I love that you mentioned leadership, too, because I think when you're having to, you know, even organize a book reading or organize a gala, whatever the case is, that is effectively you like taking the reins and, and demonstrating your leadership and kind of managing a team or a group against a goal. Yeah, I think that's definitely a a big benefit with working, you know, in terms of volunteering your, your time and, and your resources to some sort of cause you care about, because I think it's easier to take some risks, I guess, that maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable with, or you might not even have the opportunity to do in your full-time job. So, you know, I look back at that volunteer uh, activity that I did, I mentioned before that where I was, you know, right out of college and early on in my career, but I was able to get a lot of public speaking experience, mm -hmm. put together, you know, marketing plans and present those to pretty big groups of people. And I didn't necessarily have that, that opportunity in my full time job, but I was able to really test out those skills and do some work that was, it was more um, advanced than where I was in my career at that time. But then I'm also able to take that experience and I was able to apply it to my career and help, you know, move myself forward in a, in a way I didn't have the chance to do 
just in my job itself. Yeah. And so I think also something that I'm hearing and what you're talking about is just like this ability to kind of navigate different um, challenges or roadblocks in, you know, in the work environment. So whether it's selling an idea up or presenting or, you know, getting funding for something, it sounds like that's also kind of a skill that is being developed when you're working in nonprofits or kind of working with with cause-based organizations. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you have a lot of opportunities to develop that kind of political savviness working in a nonprofit or, you know, working at, if you're volunteering your time in some other way. Um, But there have been a few things I've noticed that have kind of helped me in that area. So with, you know, sometimes you have to have those hard conversations and, and difficult discussions with colleagues on, why you're going to move forward with a project or why you're not or Mm -hmm. why, you you know, you suggest approaching it a different way and they want to do it another way. And and being able to have those discussions where everyone feels heard and agrees on the outcome, it it can be kind of a tricky thing to master. But I think there are a few things you can do. So one, you know, that I found has been really helpful is making relationships like outside of that team that, Mm. you know, kind of my, my core team at work. So I'm, you know, on the marketing side. So who, you know, who do I work with a lot in accounting or on, you know, these other areas of our business where we need to work together and come up with solutions. So I think if you look for opportunities to get involved with people outside of those you work with day to day, so whether it's even, you know, something as simple as like planning a party where you're going to work with a lot of people from other departments, that could be a really great thing. Yeah. If I did that a few years ago, I worked on this, it was a pretty complex project where we were looking at our business model and how do we maybe redesign it to make it us able to have more impact. And that was something outside my comfort zone, but I got, you know, put on this cross-functional team and I learned a lot and made some great relationships with people throughout the organization that now when there is a difficult thing that comes up, so much easier to talk to them about it. Yeah. And then, you know, just having some empathy, I think is another thing that you can develop pretty well in a nonprofit, but you can also develop that no matter where you're working. So being able to put yourself in the position of the other, you know, the person on Mm -hmm. the other side of the table from you, you can think about, you know, what are they experiencing right now? What are they worried about? How can I help them? And then when you, when you're able to do that, you're able to, you know, help your own um, kind of goals and agenda as well. Yeah, that's so true. Well, Ren, I want to thank you so much for sharing all this insight from your field. But before you go, I want to ask you, as a fellow nonprofit worker, I'm all too familiar with like the tight budgets and the constraints that there can be in the work. So when it comes to when you're navigating and negotiating your worth, whether it's your salary, whether that's in the form of money or other perks, like how do you do that when you're coming toward an organization who you know that it has a tight budget, they want to spread it as much, but you still want to get what you deserve too. So how do you navigate that space? Yeah, I think that can be a really tricky thing sometimes. Um, But what I, I like to do and I recommend others do is you kind of look at where you are at this stage in your life and figure out what is most important to you or what do you need the most right now to feel like you would be getting a lot of value out of your work. And so I think for some of us, that is 
chances to grow more, like develop management skills, um, maybe work on some really challenging projects that you think will be great on your resume and, and also just really fulfilling to you personally. Um, sometimes that's vacation time. That can be a mm -hmm. good thing. I think, you know, if people are in nonprofit and maybe they agree to take a lower salary than what they would get in the for-profit world, don't be shy about asking, you know, well, what are some ways to offset that difference in salary? Is there a, a great vacation policy? So I, you know, have the chance to like take some time off. Is there a flexible work environment where it might help out with whatever your, you know, whatever your personal situation is. But I think if you structure your role for that thing that feels most important to you in terms of, you know, what you're getting out of all of your hard work, that you'll be happier in your position, you'll feel more fulfilled and that you're getting more value. And and then I think you're more incentivized to work hard. And yeah. after, you know, you work hard and you see these great results and, and then your career can grow in a, in a way that maybe later on, if you do, you know, feel like you should be making more money, then you're set up well to get a position that's going to help you do that. Yeah, for sure. Wonderful advice. Um, thank you so much, Miranda, for joining us. Yeah. And you guys, listen, we are so excited to support Children's Miracle Network hospitals. You can support the hospital closest to your home, to your heart, to your base, home, or heart, wherever <laughs> you want to support. Pick your hospital. Visit cmnh.co. That's like Children's Miracle Network Hospitals.co, not com, slash good job. So cmnh.co slash good job and donate today. Um, we'll be running the campaign through the end of the year yes. and probably the first week or two of the new year. So don't tarry. Get information. Yes. Donate today. Thanks so much, Miranda. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and all that you guys are doing to help kids and all that your, your listeners are doing as well. Yes. Happy holidays. You too. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.